0: time enough at last submitted for your consideration to sci-fi fans sean majors and keith conrad Rewatch the twilight zone from beginning to end like something out of that twilighty show about that zone a woman built with precision with the incredible ability of giving loving supervision to your family can they build a machine like a human I don't know. It doesn't doesn't sound so good. But maybe we ought to investigate. I sing the body electric. They make a fairly convincing pitch here. It doesn't seem possible, though, to find a woman who must be ten times better than mother in order to seem half as good. Except, of course, in the twilight zone.
1: Episode number 100 of The Twilight Zone was uh, I Sing the Body Electric, Sean. And and we're actually doing this for the second time, you know, just to give you a peek behind the curtain. You know. <laughs> Man,
0: breaking the fourth wall.
1: This is episode 100A, I think.
0: <laughs> um, You know, it's a, it's a fine episode to talk about twice. A- again, at least it's not uh, the bewitching pool.
1: Yeah, that would be terrible.
0: I mean, if we got all the way
1: to the end... it's it's like uh you know trying to get to the speed of light you you keep trying to get to the end but it just keeps the the goalposts just keep moving yeah this
0: this this is a uh foreshadowing easter egg that we're just not going to do the last episode
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i i I figure that's how that's actually how it's going to (laughs) end um Well, now, actually, that's not a bad idea. (laughs) It's a pretty good idea. Do everything everything except for the bewitching pool. We're just promising to do that. Well, one day.
0: After complaining about it for three years, (laughs) we just don't do it.
1: (laughs) And uh, so I Sing the Body Electric is, uh, I think it may be the only episode that Ray Bradbury wrote that uh, is is in the Twilight Zone. I'm I'm not sure about that, but that, that seems about right
0: it's so weird because i sing the body electric is one of it's such a twilight zone title of an episode but the fact that it's also a ray bradbury script about a walt whitman poem is also the most twilight Zone thing in the world it's like
1: it's it's kind of perfect in that way yeah absolutely (laughs) uh so it's about a, a a widowed father of three and uh, basically, when we join the story, he's getting uh, reamed out by his—I uh, I don't even know who she's supposed to be. She's just kind of there. She's—it's an old woman saying that you're doing a terrible job raising your kids, but she can't quite. The—the—the the, uh, the, the only thing she has to complain about is that the kids are sad, and, and you know, so somehow this is this gigantic catastrophe, which—which which seems like a, a a Ray Bradbury sort of thing.
0: Oh, of course. Um, so Wikipedia tells us that is. Uh, that is Aunt Nedra, which I believe we decided it was the dad's aunt, not the kid's aunt. Um, yes, Aunt Nedra's here for a good time, not a long time. Can't deal with any sad kids, man. Hit the bricks, unless you're laughing and, and dancing.
1: <laughs> yeah, Aunt and Nedra's
0: got no time for you.
1: Their mom just died. So, I mean, you know, really, this is, the, this is the biggest catastrophe that the kids seem sad because their mom died? It's
0: like we're still sad. I mean, come on. You know, the sun, the sun shining outside, kids. Come
1: on. Good heavens. The funeral is a week ago, kids. Smile. Yeah. And
0: you know what? Like, if this is Aunt Nedra, that means her nephew's wife died. She should be sad. <laughs> she shouldn't be leaving this family a week later.
1: Yeah. I, she's the only one in the in the, the episode wearing black. Like <laughs> <laughs> so, as far as we know she literally just came back from the funeral and, and this is how down. you mourn These kids are sad. Of you about this. <laughs> we all really right. need to
0: this is why this is one of the many reasons why this podcast needs to hit it big because I need to see a compendium of all the like character deep dive creations that we've made over the last 100 episodes mm-hmm. um I think that's a book in itself.
1: What, what, what's wrong with Aunt Nedra? <laughs> no, yeah. I, I mean, first of all, she's had to go through her entire life with her name being Nedra.
0: <sighs> I hope it's short for something.
1: Uh, geez, what would that be short for? Because that's already,
0: you know... What is what is Ned walk. short for? What is Stupid Sexy Blander short
1: for? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't think... I don't think that's short for anything. I think that's that's just Ned.
0: Yeah. Ned. Just Ned.
1: Yeah. Um, that, although that's a – now you've got me questioning things. <laughs> it short for something. Let, let, you know, the, the internet will tell us. Because, you know, you pull up the Wikipedia page for Ned Flanders, and it's – oh, yeah, it actually is Nedward.
0: Nedward. Oh, nice.
1: Nedward Flanders Jr. Yeah, so I guess Nedra really can't be short for anything. And uh, unlike, you know, Bart, who's perpetually 10 years old, he's perpetually 60 years old, which I, I think oh, wow. he's getting the short end of the stick there. Well, hey, great shape either way. Uh, yeah, I think they, they actually did a whole episode about that. No one could believe he was 60. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, it' a bit, bit, bit like uh, Mitt Romney, you know, you, you might not. I, I He's starting to age a little bit, but, but there was a long time there where it's like, wow, I would not believe he was that old.
0: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, you know.
1: Aside from the hair, the hair kind of gives it away.
0: I hope to be that, uh, that one day
1: we, we all do. Um, <laughs> so in, in a, in a scene that's almost reminiscent of, uh, the monsters are due on Maple street. Um, yeah. the, uh, the, the I, I think he's the, the middle child is, uh, the, the boy, Tom, he has a, uh, a solution to, to the problem when, uh, you know, Aunt Nedra is saying, you you kids are sad. your your mom's been dead for three hours now. Come on. <laughs> and uh, he he pulls out his uh, his comic book and says, "Hey, look, there's this ad for this company. And it's facsimile limited, which uh, for those of you uh, millennials, you know, and Gen Zers uh, listening to the podcast, uh, facsimile is actually what the word facts, you know, comes from.
0: I was about to make the joke that uh Xerox uh this is like the beginnings of what would eventually come become the Xerox company. Why are they why are they advertising in like a kids comic book? This is like a highly sophisticated like product that uh costs, you know, probably the equivalent of like a million dollars in today's money. <laughs> like why are, why are they advertising in a kids comic book? It worked in this instance, but why are they advertising in a kids comic book? <laughs>
1: Yeah, not to get ahead of ourselves, but uh, I don't I don't think they ever actually say how much any of this costs yeah. <laughs> based on the services they're offering that it, it's it's got to be up there. I mean,
0: 24 hours a day, you're buying a life of some a sentient life.
1: So basically, anyway. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, the, the, I'm not sure what the going rate for that would be. I mean, you'd. You, you uh, you try to buy a car that drives for you, and it's it's fifty, sixty grand. So
0: I mean, a million dollars might be on the low side. side.
1: Yeah, uh, but but you know, based on their house, I'm assuming these people can afford it. I would imagine so. I would imagine so. Yeah, I mean, you know, I I don't know. Uh, we we don't see anything of the house uh, other than like the uh, the entryway, but it but it looks pretty nice. I mean, it's got a it's got a big fancy curved staircase. So you know, only rich. That's all you need that. to know. That's yeah, all you need basically. to know. Um, so, <laughs> uh, so Tom is waving around this uh, this ad for effect, simile Limited, and uh, they they basically uh, <laughs> offer, uh, you know, basically anything to. Uh, I mean, they, they basically have an ad that says, "Did your mom die? We can replace <laughs> her."
0: So, in that regard, it's a uh, it's a good targeted yeah. ad.
1: <laughs> it it really is. Like like you think about the ads that you get. You know, whenever somebody in your house thinks about um, oh know, my god, thinks about cashews, suddenly Creeps you me ads time. about cashews. I I don't know why that's the thing I thought of, but but it was.
0: I swear to God, one time I saw that my neighbors had solar panels, and I thought, huh, I wonder how much those are, and if you have to replace them after every decade or whatever. Start seeing solar panel ads on Instagram. Did not say it out loud, Keith.
1: Wow. That, that's spooky. I don't like it. I, don't I, I wonder if Ray Bradbury wrote any stories about that. That seems like something he would have done. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, Terrifying. Not, not that I can remember, though. Um, that Actually, you know, that would be more of a Philip K. Dick sort of thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure.
1: Which uh, also, by the way, if, uh, if anybody was going, anybody other than Ray Bradbury was going to have a story about robots named <laughs> after a Walt Whitman poem. It would be it would full be of cake cake. Cake. <laughs> yeah. Which uh, sadly, I don't think he did any Twilight Zone episodes because he he sort of you know rose to prominence after the Twilight Zone. So I, I think we missed out on that one.
0: I'd I'd definitely read. Do uh, solar panels dream of electric sheep?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd totally do that. Yeah, and, <laughs> you know, you, we laugh, but five minutes from now you're going to check Instagram and there's going to be an ad for that.
0: It's going to be terrifying. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So they go to the uh, the the facsimile limited store, which I um, like. I, it, it makes me laugh every time I see this because I've seen I've seen this episode a, a number of times. But they they didn't actually like spring for just putting a sign in a in like a, <laughs> back, like a backlot. They actually just built like a model of a set <laughs> yeah. and put a sign that said facsimile limited
0: oh my god yeah it's those like i don't know what i mean you know of course it's it's the now the 60s i i think and it's like you know it's so funny how how many passes how many mulligans we give this show
1: (laughs) (laughs) well i mean there's uh you know of all the things they could skimp on yeah of course it's so funny it's literally like it it flashes on the screen for for about four seconds if That that
0: That is the level of like using the same newspaper about the end of the world in um, time enough at last, and then yeah. the one with the boxer. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know that sure. episode title. One with the boxer. <laughs>
1: uh, the one with the boxer that would be the big tall wish. I
0: think. Yes, that's right. I, I think that's what it was.
1: That that was one know. of them about a boxer. There, there's been a yeah. couple. Uh, Rod Sterling liked boxers.
0: We've had some boxers, cowboys, and of course uh, infantry astronauts. And astronauts,
1: and astronaut boxer cowboys. <laughs>
0: um,
1: so, uh, so they they go to this uh, the, this factory, and uh, it, it it's probably the the weirdest uh, showroom I've ever seen in my life. Because, I mean, for, first of all, it's it's going to be a little like like of all the ways for you to pick out what your robot is going to be. Like you, you would picture it to be <laughs> like you know you go into the into the Tesla. Store, and you just go on a big screen and you put in like all the things you want in, in your car. But, but you know, this is the 60s, and they had a low budget, so basically, they've got like a big pile of eyeballs and they say, yeah. Which which one do you want? <laughs> and then, you know, there's like uh, uh, arms, you know, arms strapped to the wall. Hey, hey, what, what arms should she have?
0: It's it is a low rent horror, like how like a uh, haunted house that, like, you know. the the kooky parents would throw in the neighborhood
1: and your hand in this um, bin you'll feel eyeballs and and i think you know the uh the salesman is uh it's basically what you would get if you ordered frank nelson on (laughs) wish.com because you know frank frank nelson is uh you know for i I think we've mentioned him a a couple times in this podcast on the simpsons uh, the Yes Guy,
0: the, the guy who, <laughs> yes!
1: that that's that's based on Frank Nelson, who was in, uh, you know, Jack Benny and pretty much every sitcom uh, in the, uh, you know, like 50s all the way through the 70s. If anybody went to a store, he was like the salesman.
0: I think that's another chapter of the book.
1: Uh, all, the, the various uh, characters of Frank Nelson.
0: Yeah, I mean, there needs to be a chapter about Frank Nelson alone.
1: But this guy, you know, clearly uh, and, Frank his, Nelson, and his
0: and his other versions.
1: Yeah, Frank Nelson was busy that day. So they, <laughs> they, they couldn't uh, they couldn't get him, so they got uh, whoever whoever played uh, the the salesperson. Uh, but he's 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 very kind of uh, he's uh, smarmy, but um, you know, like I I just get the sense that he he thinks he's really smart
0: oh yeah for sure it's
1: very well casted for that very small part <laughs> yes um and so they uh, they pick out all the things they want and uh, everybody seems happy about it until and uh, the, the 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 delivery process from i sing the body electric is very unique because <laughs> literally just one day a rando shows up at uh, at their house hey i'm here
0: could be anybody
1: yeah, and and she just says, "Oh, you don't know me. I'm I'm the thing you assembled in that in that <laughs> grotesque horror show of a store."
0: Well, the eyes match up. Yeah, all this checks out.
1: Yes, yeah that that'll that that'll do. I, I don't need to see any ID. The the eyes they they <laughs> that'll do it. Um. So uh uh you know everybody seems to like her. You know the uh, the 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 widower father. Uh, and, uh, two of the kids just, uh, seem to think she's, uh, she's the bee's knees, but the older daughter and, uh, I bet does she, oh, it's Anne. That's right. It's Anne is, yeah. uh, is the older daughter. Um, she wants nothing to do with her because, uh, you know, she obviously lost her mom, uh, yeah. five minutes before the episode began. <laughs> and Nedra was upset that she was sad. <laughs> And so uh, naturally, she responds by running away. And uh, as she's as she's running, uh, so first of all, they live in the neighborhood from uh, Turner and Hooch, which is a uh, <laughs> which is a set that has true uh, been story popping up. And I and I don't know why I immediately recognize that, but there's a there's a building specifically <laughs> that does. Uh, uh, it was a nick of time with uh, the the episode that did in fact have William Shatner.
0: Oh man. I mean,
1: whew. they they drove by this building and I, <laughs> I recognized it from somewhere and eventually it, it popped in my head. Wait, that's the that's the like the police headquarters from Turner and Hooch.
0: I still can't believe I didn't know that was William Shatner. Um <laughs> This episode, I, you know, we talk all the time. Uh, We just talked about, you know, giving the show free passes and, you know, Mm -hmm. talk all the time about how, you know, you have to cram like 22 minutes, you know, a story into 22 minutes. But the way this episode approaches grief about losing a loved one is insane. Like... It can take years to get over losing a, a parent, especially at that age. And, and they're still like, come on, Anne. Just love the robot, Anne. <laughs> it, it's been two months, and You got come a on. robot. Daddy got you a robot. You wanted blue eyes. <laughs> <laughs> you wanted bl- black, white, and gray eyes. <laughs> uh,
1: and also, I think this might be the only uh, Twilight Zone with a montage. Uh, <laughs> because uh, once, so, so, Anne, so Anne is is upset that, uh, you know, they've replaced her mom with uh, with this robot. And so she tries to run away, and she accidentally runs in front of an oncoming van in front of the, the police headquarters from Turner and Hooch. Yes. And uh, the grandma throws herself in front of the van and gets basically run over by the truck. Uh, and uh you know Anne is, is probably in that moment thinking, I was right, you know, I I I can't love again because uh the, you know my mom died and now uh now the robot uh, just got run over by a truck. Uh but then uh miraculously the grandma gets up and uh without a scratch, no, no dent in the fender, no no problems at all. So then Anne loves her because she knows she's not going anywhere.
0: It was, uh, you know, a scene, a, a scene oddly reminiscent of it may have been like it was very early episode, maybe two or three. Um, in fact, maybe the first time we talked about cramming a story into 22 minutes um, mm-hmm. when the girl gets hit by a bus. And so they don't bring her to the hospital. They just bring her upstairs into like her uh, like second story walk up brownstone. Yeah. I think it's like one for the angels or something like that.
1: that That is actually it. Cong- congratulations. You got it. <laughs> all right. Oh, it and, took me a hundred episodes. It's an episode 100 miracle.
0: <laughs> so to kind of sandwich episode, you know, two, three, four, whatever it is with, with a hundred is, uh, is really hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> as hilarious as kids getting hit by large vehicles can be.
1: And, and I think it, it proves that the, tw- the Twilight Zone is an intertwined cinematic universe in Tell which you. nobody believes in going to the hospital. <laughs>
0: Not when you have a uh, a robot grandma around.
1: No, of course not. Uh, so, so the kids uh, the kids grow up and and they're getting ready to go to go to college, uh, presumably now having forgotten their mother ever even existed, uh, because now they're they're so in love with their robot grandmother. And uh, she basically talks about how uh, it's time to leave. And when she leaves, she's going to get uh, systematically dismantled in the most horrifying <laughs> and painful way possible. But uh, she's going to go to the, uh, what did they call it? The Room of Voices. It's and,
0: terrifying. Uh, I'm imagining like that scene. in the, Have you ever seen the Brave Little Toaster? Yes. That scene when they go to like the scrap yard and all those old cars are getting crushed into
1: cubes. Mm-hmm
0: that's terrifying it's so dark it's, like that's the real twilight zone moment
1: of this episode yeah a- after she spent years with them uh yeah years they're just going to they're just going to take me apart and uh, you know my voice will uh will, will live on in the in the hall of voices and uh and eventually maybe I'll get to be a real boy myself
0: they see they look kind of surprised because but like clearly this had to be worked out upon like payment for services because otherwise what's the price structure how do you charge somebody for i just bring it back when you're done
1: yeah that uh it seems like you know in that whole montage thing it seems like at some point that would have come up hey grandma what's going to happen when we uh when we live (laughs) also why are all the kids leaving at the same time i
0: don't know so they're apparently age 20 19 and 18 so i believe um tom got held back two years and got held back one year Karen graduated on time and they're all going to college.
1: Or maybe uh they graduate. well, no that, yeah, they, <laughs> I was about to say maybe one of them graduated early, but but no, no, that would that wouldn't be correct. Um yeah, I I I don't know. Maybe, maybe their robot grandma just wasn't a very good teacher, you know, of all the skills she had. <laughs> yeah. She could love them, but she couldn't teach them.
0: Homeschooling in the sixties. Fable, most assuredly. But who's to say, at some distant moment, there might be an assembly line producing a gentle product in the form of a grandmother, whose stock and trade is love? Fable, sure. But who's to say? Kappa